Yep. It is Monday and madness is ensuing. Welcome to another episode of Monday Madness. I'm your host, James. Joining me as always, I got my main man, Alan. Yo, yo. I got to give a shout out to two great patriots that we are friends with that's been on both of our shows. The Massaros for the great hat. The Biden is the worst hat. They hooked it up. They signed it, autographed it. Joey Lynn and Robert Massaro. You got to go check them out over at freespeechdefender.com. They're great. But uh, I got my hat. I got to say, I love both of them so much. Uh, Joey Lynn actually texted me today. Uh, just checking in and see how I'm doing because I've got a lot on my plate with Marley and everything that happened with Justin. She just was like, hey, I'm just reaching out to check on you. And uh, they're great people. Such amazing people. I love both of them. And, you know, they're going through hell as it is themselves. And the fact sued that they- by the Biden administration, yeah. the federal I, government. It, it took time out of their day to reach out to me. It's just truly amazing. They're such great people. And their son is so talented. Have you seen their the mini the mini yeah. Alex? Stein videos. Alex Stein. They were just with Alex Stein in Texas. Dying. I was and and I found out today that he does that all himself. Like she does not help any creativity and any of the creative process. That's all on him. He's such a talented kid. He's like a natural. That's hilarious. Uh, Well, yeah, they're 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 awesome people. Go check out the Maceroses and check out their story. They're being sued by the federal government and they're fighting not just for themselves, but for us because uh, they're fighting for free speech because they were part of the uh, the Trump the Trump train that uh, followed the Biden bus um, and they're being sued by the federal government. They're literally so, getting sued under an old KKK statute uh-huh. from like. I link their story on their website down below in every episode. So go ch- check the links down below. You can find out more about their story. Um but uh, they're they're just know that they're awesome people and they don't deserve what's happening to them. And uh, no, I'm so thankful to call them friends and uh, fellow patriots. Go great. get one of their awesome Biden is the worst hats. They're pretty cool. They're those Richardson trucker hats. Listen, all the live chats are open. Sound off where you're from. You know, it's we're gonna talk about some stuff. We're watching you. So I always like to know where you guys are from. Am I into? We got a bunch of people in the uh, in the chat. So what do we got? What do we got tonight? We got a bunch of stuff. Fauci resigned. Mm-hmm. Voucher resigned. We got uh, CNN is continuing to clean house by firing Don Limone and I don't uh, see. I don't think that my. I don't know if that's accurate. So because I'm okay. I'm hearing that he's staying. That that was a whole thing going around. I don't know how accurate it is that Don Lemon is going anywhere because I heard something that he is in fact staying for now. I I, well, what's I going, he's still in a lawsuit for just walking up to a guy in the bathroom and grabbing his dick. And be like, yo, you can't even walk up to a guy and grab his dick anymore without getting sued. But you know it is what it is. That's that's that's. I don't know. If Don, I don't know. If Alan really had to cut down on the 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 dick grabbing after that. No, you're gonna get sued if you do it. You can't. You can't. You, you can't do it. You're gonna get sued. I mean, you're perfect height to grab someone's dick. So it's it, it's. It, I get it. All right, moving on. Moving on. I don't think Don Lemon's going anywhere. But Brian Stelter is out. Mr. Potato Mr. Head Potato is Head. out. Yes, he's out. He's out. Yes, he's out. I love it. But he's, you know, so. So one of two things are going to happen. One of two things are going to happen. He's going to end up. He's going to end up somewhere else. Maybe MSNBC or some other weird, like you know, Chris Cuomo is over at. Um, Got someone uh, from from near Mar-a-Lago. Just shout. Or. Or oh yeah, or he's gonna go full blown. You know what? Yeah. CNN screwed me. 
I'm going to I'm going to come out and he's going to be the CNN whistleblower. He's going to write a book exposing all the disgusting, nefarious crap that goes on and went on at CNN. Alan, 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 if that's how this story plays out, man, what a twist in the plot. That would be one of the most epic twists of all time. Mr. Potato Head being the guy to blow the whistle on how corrupt CNN is and how he just sucked Jeff Zucker's dick all the time and did whatever Jeff Zucker said to do. Like, that would be the most amazing turn of events ever. I doubt, I highly doubt that will happen. I, who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll fill in for um, uh, Rachel Maddow, who's stepping down in MSN. Randy, Randy Maddow. <laughs> Randy, is she now Randy? Is that what no, she's, she's doing? Always, she looks like Randy. She's always looked like Randy. That's what I call her, Rachel like, Maddow. I call her Randy. You know, people are out there calling. You know, CNN got bought. You know, I think Time Warner, there's a there's another weird company uh, name that they bought them. They have a new CEO. Maybe they're cleaning house. Maybe they want to move center uh, instead of just, you know, completely left this disgusting progressive. But who knows? I It'll be interesting to see what happens to them in the next few months because now there's going to be all the, you know, we, we got to go into heavy election coverage going into the midterms and all that. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't want – see – Here's the thing. I look at this differently. I'm almost, I like making fun of Brian Stelter. I enjoy picking him apart. I'm a little upset that they cut his show. I don't want to see Don Lemon get cut because I, 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 I watch it sometimes just so I could just see what these morons are doing. Like people like that are never going to go away. People are like, oh, cancel them, cancel them. Don't cancel any of them. We need these morons out there to highlight how screwed up the progressive left really is and to show how screwed up legacy media really is. Like we need them there. You're never you getting rid of legacy media. <laughs> yeah, not, not anymore, Brian. Not Stalker. anymore, Brian. Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, no, no, listen, there's definitely a place for that, but unfortunately, um, I think it does need to collapse. I, I, I really do, because the, 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 the sad thing is there are morons who actually listen to this egghead and take him seriously and actually listen to him. And, you know, over the past four, five, six years, CNN has taken a, a massive downfall as far as their viewership goes. Of course. Uh, Everybody used to watch it, and and they are now just a, a giant political hack uh, of an organization. So yes. I I agree with you. They're fun to meme. They're fun to, to to make fun of. I absolutely agree for you and I. But for the 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 betterment of the country, unfortunately, <laughs> right now we need them. We need this to happen. I truly believe. I don't know. That. I think they're good comic relief for people. Because listen, listen. Yes. You could take every. Every moron leftist cons- uh, uh, talking head out there, every sick progressive left, you could take away the Rachel Maddows, the Brian Stelters, the Don Lemons, all these idiots, the Jake Tappers, all of them. You can get rid of them all. It's still – it, the damage is done. You're not changing anybody's mind. There will always be somebody there to replace it. So you know what? It's <laughs> – Yes. <laughs> it's comic relief. There, there, there will always be someone to replace it. But I, I think seeing these talking heads that have controlled the narrative for decades fall in such a public way is so amazing to watch. And it is amazing to watch. I'll give you that. I just 
and they I, deserve it. They deserve it. They've lied to us. They've killed. They they they're responsible for people dying because of pushing the jab. Like we can go on and on and on. Uh, uh, yeah. Evil things that these people are involved in. They lie and they're influenced by money. That's what they yeah. do. They lie yeah. and they're influenced by money. Not just not just money. They're you know they're you know money plays a huge role. Absolutely, but um, it's George Carlin says it best. I say it all the time. Big club. Big club. And they're part of the club. There's of a course. reason why these people are going to the Bilderberg meetings, like heads of media and these these huge media pundits. Like there's a reason why they're going to these places and attending these secret meetings that that only elite can go to. Like it, it, it's comical to sit here and say they're not doing this knowingly. Like I guarantee they sit in front, they they get off set and they know exactly. Like I can't believe these idiots believe what I'm saying. They like, encourage them. They encourage each other to lie. They're rewarded yes. for the for forwarding the the complete lie of a narrative that they that they forward. You know that they push whatever the narrative is that week. You know and like okay, so Dr. Fauci resigned. This was the big news of Monday, and it's like, all right, everybody's posting about it, but we knew he was leaving. He said he was leaving, whether it was going to be at the end of Biden's term, whatever right, it is. I, I think now is because he sees the writing on the wall personally. That's just but what I think. He's still going to get a pension. He's resigned. It's probably going to cost about three hundred and fifty thousand a year. His pension is going to. He's going to be. He's going to be making more money than the president at, at retired. Well, they said. They said. They said uh, with everything, it'll probably be in, in about three fifty a year. That that was that was the latest calculation. That's, that's absurd. So that's absurd. But he's not retiring. He's leaving his post as a chief medical officer. He's leaving his oh, post. Over. Be a practicing doctor again? Yeah, I doubt that. He's <laughs> gonna he's he's gonna land somewhere. He's talk already talking about his future endeavors. You know, who knows? Maybe hey, maybe maybe he's gonna replace Brian Stelter. Maybe it'll be like maybe he's you know, gonna replace Dr. Oz on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the Dr. Fauci show like on primetime daytime TV and he's standing there with the microphone? Ladies like, and gentlemen. I'm going to have to tell you. <laughs> Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's got syringes hanging out of their their necks and their and their arms like, you know, we're here Dr. Fauci, it's going to be great. But I, so here's the thing. All right. So Dr. Fauci's resigning, he's leaving. Oh, well, that's great. You know, Rand Paul's already we're not going to stop. We're going full force, full steam ahead with investigations and probes and this and that. And okay, that's great. I forget about that for a second. I want to know if now that when he leaves, when he officially leaves government service, when will the class action lawsuit start from whether it's organizations, everyday people, and maybe government organizations or government, you know, state level governments and maybe governors and, and individual states, are we going to see a crazy avalanche of lawsuits against Dr. Fauci Stein. Mr. Flip Flop, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, but I I think the timing of this is uh very telling to me. I really do. Um I I think that um you know I'm really praying that we get a lot of America first candidates who are actually gonna not be all talk and actually take action, which based on what's going on, I truly believe that's gonna happen. Um uh, I, I see I see a lot of really good things happening right now with October coming with the legislation. I think it's going to be a massive red wave, but I, di I digress. 
I think Dr. I think we'll see one in the house. I think I think we're gonna see them both. But Dr. Fauci, um, he sees the writing on the wall. And if we get enough America First candidates in there, and me and you, Alan, have talked about this on many, many occasions um, on this show, on Freedom Friday. If we get enough America First candidates in there and somehow oust Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House and we get a speaker who's going to give people committee spots with subpoena power – we're now we're now in in, in motion. Like we have, we have, we can have actual yeah. steps to hold these people accountable. True. Unfortunately, I don't have any confidence that that's going to happen. And, listen, and, not, I think, and listen, I don't blame you. I don't. Blame you. Like you just realize that this is on the table. This is something that's yeah. a. This is a reality. And 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 what I've been saying to a lot of people because I get it. A lot of people have been in the comments like, oh, Dr. Fauci, he's gonna, nothing's going to happen to him. He's totally fine, this, that, and the other. And I get it. Nothing has happened to these people for so long. They've gotten away with it for so long. But look at the panic, the state of panic that they're actually in, like as a whole. The state of panic is so bad. They're all over the place. They have no clue what's going on. For the first time, I think in a very long time, you can clearly see that if you don't believe that they're not in control totally, you have to believe that they don't have the control that they once had. Let's just say that. You can see it as clear as day because the, the actions that are they're taking show that. And I've gone over that list multiple times. Yeah. So, so, so you have that. You have the Durham investigation looming. You have the Supreme Court uh, ruling on on who can change voting laws looming. You have the um, election fraud being exposed every single day, even further with the pit. You have uh, Mike Lindell doing a whole another symposium, which I've seen some some clips from that that have showed some. Yeah, could good. he have pistol? Could, could he have picked the worst location? You pick a place that people could actually maybe get to direct. Like he picked the worst location to have this thing. I mean, it's I like forget who I was talking to uh, at one of the events that's close to him. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. I forget who I was talking to, and I forget the reason. I'm shot. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's, um, but I, I asked the same question about the first symposium because it was like, what, South Dakota or some fucking crazy shit like that? I don't even remember. To be honest, I haven't watched any of it because um, I'm just uninterested in all of the – I love Mike Lindell, and I I, I, I like what he says, but it's this whole the, the symposium thing. I mean – So right. this came out. Uh, yeah, on the twentieth, and is now free for everybody to watch. And I haven't watched it personally, what? but the, tra the trailer looks really interesting. And what? I want to check it out. It's called Selection Code, and the S is in kill brackets. So here's the trailer right here. Hold on. As many of you know, we worked really hard. Wrong video. I'm good. Your production okay. skills are really good today. Oh, fucking on point, dude. This is James, everybody. This is self-production. What, what are you, fat finger in it? This is why uh, we need uh, the help from everybody so we can hire some potential. No, we'll just, you know, learn how to do it. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters alleged voting machine security breaches continues. If I asked you this question, 
before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure? I would have said yes. And after the election, I would have said yes. What changed? Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. Ballot recording machines. Voting machines. 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 Voting machines. Voting machines. 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 Machines, which are vulnerable to being hacked. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. Most secure. Most secure election in American history, period. <laughs> the process is very secretive. These machines are built by private companies, which we don't have a right to know it goes on inside those. What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines. The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made By a mistake and left the evidence in the machine. And oh, you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells it to say. It's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. Break down my door, air ride my family. FBI, federal search warrant. What do you remember? Just my mom being handcuffed by the chief of police. This is not what we do in America. You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your mouth shut. You can have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. <laughs> so it's on the selectioncode.com. It's free now. It says as I, I checked it earlier. It says as of today, it'll be free. <clears throat> what's, what's interesting is at the beginning how Adam Schiff and all the Democrats talk about the machines being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, and now then it, it was the most secure election in American history. Barry's out here saying, "Oh, I, I'd love to see how you can hack into our elections. They're perfect." I mean, right. So it's it's it's, it's crazy. And then it's it, almost it's almost like you know the devil's the devil's uh, uh, biggest trick is to uh, trick people that he does not exist. You know you've you've heard that, mm -hmm. and it's like hey, you know, our elections are are the most secure ever. We've had the the, the biggest the most secure election in twenty twenty in American history, but whenever. And you can probably go back and just find when that, that was probably in the 2016 election when they were all talking about oh, the machines no. being vulnerable. Actually, you know, watch watch the beginning, Alan. Watch watch the beginning. No, I I, I get it. I, I you know, it has the date. Like it tells you when when they're coming from. Like if you watch the, the beginning, I'm just saying if you went through all of them, I'm saying if you went through all of them. If I asked you this. <clears throat> Ready? Here we go. And you'll see the dates pop up. From see? One to 1980, 84, 88, 92, So yeah, so yeah, it goes. It, it, yeah, it, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm. So what I'm saying is, the 2016 election. You're talking about Hillary and Nancy Pelosi saying that the uh, the election was hijacked. 
it yeah, was highly everybody, hacked. Yeah. Everybody was saying it was stolen. Russia, Russia invaded, but yeah, I mean, but so that my my point before showing that, Alan, is that there's a lot of things happening and being exposed that previously, throughout our lifetime, would be completely shuttered and never seen, ever. Like no, like it would be never you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and now it's it's everywhere and everybody is seeing it and and those are things that i turn to because i've been doing this for a very long time alan i've been seeing this evil this corruption i tell the story all the time of when i was 19 telling my father i'm gonna bail and go to costa rica because i didn't think there was any hope i didn't think that there was a possibility that we'd be able to take take back our country it was run by globalists, these evil fucks, they hate us, okay? And we'll get into what these evil fucks are now trying to do in a little bit because I want to talk about that as well. But there was no hope. And for the first time with Donnie, it seemed like there might be some hope. Okay. Things are happening. Like, I've been doing this for – it was very lonely and depressing, thinking they control everything – Everything is is manufactured. Every everything is is all fake and gay. It's all social engineering programs. Like these are things that I've been looking into for a very long time. Talking, I've been talking about vaccines for a very long time. I've been talking about secret societies for a very long time. I've been mm-hmm. talking about Jeffrey Epstein. James, you're crazy. If I told you this in twenty in in two thousand and ten, Alan, you'd have been like, James, you're a fucking nut job. They're not doing this. But here we are. Here we are. So, like I said, I really find a lot of hope in what's happening because I think that for the first time ever, we're, we are taking back our republic, that we are on offense. And I find hope, like I said earlier, in the fact that people actually see the corruption and see what's going on. I like that people are saying, oh, nothing's ever going to happen to them. That's fine with me. I just like the fact that you see it for the first time ever. You see okay. how corrupt all these evil fucks are. Right. So we see, we see, we, everyone knows about the cheating. We see it, it happened and it okay. keeps getting covered up. So we have to do something about it. And I, like we always say, well, what are we doing about it? Well, you have to make sure that you're going out to vote. You have to make sure we're voting. Enough people are going to vote to overwhelm the system. We have to make sure people are working the polls. We have to make sure people are ballot counting. We have to make sure people are out there canvassing with the right candidates because they're not going to stop cheating. They're not going to stop trying to rig. They are going to do whatever they can. And as far as I'm, I, I can't wait now to watch this documentary because I'm curious. And you know, what about these machines? It's, well, uh, mules, mules was the mules, like the, the actual counts. Now this is going to show how corrupt the machines are. That's a double whammy. Like there's like if you corrupt, if you produced a bunch of fake ballots in the uh, mail-in ballots or the ballot dumps, now you're showing how corrupt this the system, the the machines are. Well, that's great that they're showing it, and they like two thousand mules, and they rip that apart just like they'll do with this one. This one probably won't get as much traction as Dinesh D'Souza's movie. Oh. Ne- then what? Okay, you have these movies. It then what? So we have 2022 coming up very, very soon. And like I said, we get 
America First candidates in there, we can actually make some some semblance of of change. Maybe not the entire system yet. Yeah, that's that's the point of it. Of course, of so course, we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere, and I think that's that's a starting point. I I I truly believe that the Trump raid was to find out what they have with the Durham investigation. Oh, what, I think that's part of it. Who, well, yeah, a big part of it. I think it's 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 to find out the information that Donald Trump has that's classified or unclassified because of he declassified all the Russia gate information before he left office um, that pertains to the FBI and their involvement in incriminating documents that put them in in a bad spot because we know that's the case. We know there there's that. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, you have people forget that we have Seth Rich still waiting, or not Seth Rich, uh, Julian Assange still waiting in the wings. Like his his day in court is going to come. They're yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, they're delaying it as much as they can, but he's going to have to see court at some point. Or, or a coffin, one or the other. I and mean, let's be real, though. If, 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 if that was the case, he would have been dead a long time ago. Eh, not necessarily. Maybe they're waiting for the right time. You never know. You know, you, you can't. Just like his lane. She'd no. be dead. It's still, there's, there's, there's still time. There's still time. You know, it, it's, I don't know. There's, there's, there's been a lot. We've had primary. We have this big primaries tomorrow, like Florida's primaries are tomorrow. Yep. And it's time for, for Republicans to show that they mean business by electing the right primary candidates in a lot of these uh, places. We have uh, primaries in, in my state in New York, and uh, I think there's a there's a few other states I don't really uh, I don't really know off the top of my head, but um, it, it, you have to get out. You have to get out, and even though it's just a primary. We have America First candidates that are primarying rhinos. Like it's take important. take Florida. You have Anthony Sabatini and Corey Mills. Corey Mills is a is a multi millionaire neocon, fake America First candidate. Okay, he's spending millions and millions of dollars to go against Anthony Sabatini, who's a true America First candidate. Alan, mm -hmm. I, I don't think people realize and we've talked about it a little bit on this show but i don't think people realize how close they florida was be, to being like every other state in the, yeah, in the 30 there was it like thirty thousand votes if, if 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 it wasn't for donald trump ron DeSantis would not be governor and i get attacked for this a lot on my social media when i turn around and i say that florida is not a red state florida is a purple state but Pennsylvania is not a red state. Pennsylvania is a purple state. But when I, you're, they've got caught rigging in Philadelphia for how many years? Like, it, right. it, but but even just forget about the rigging for a minute. Just take the just take the what it is. You you Florida. It's oh yeah the the Republican voter registration is now increasing and it's more than Democrat registration. But you're talking a few hundred thousand by a few hundred thousand votes. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not enough because they're going to lie. They're going to cheat. They're going to rig and they're going to steal. 
This is why my argument when people say, well, Ron DeSantis should run for president in 2024. And I say, well, that sounds good, but it's politically not good because no. Ron DeSantis, and I feel like a broken record that I have to explain this constantly. Ron DeSantis has to hold the red line in Florida, and he is uh, – term limited as governor he can run one last time and he should run and he should hold the line and he should run for president in 2028 that's what he should do i also agree with that and i don't think people understand and it's crazy that they don't at this point how much power governors actually wield and how much governors can dictate what's going on in your individual state and Ron DeSantis is a shining example of this. He was the one of the only governors that told the establishment to get fucked. And he was set the example and showed the entire country that, hey, we don't need to follow these crazy guidelines that the CDC told us to do. And now all of a sudden they don't work and they want to they want to go back on all of it. Him, Christy, Noam, like there's, there's uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a small few. handful. There's a small, small. Hand, there's a small handful. And him being the governor of Florida is way more important than him being the president right now. Yeah, right now. Absolutely. 100%. He right needs now. to stay in Florida. It is way more. He needs to continue to set the example of how governors should run their states. Because if more governors were like Ron DeSantis, the, the, the lockdowns, the masks, it would have ended a long time ago. And we have the 10th Amendment in our Constitution – for a reason. Everybody's like, oh, why didn't Donald Trump stop the lockdowns? Why didn't Donald Trump step in and, and sign executive orders for voter ID and this, that, and the other? And and, and, and when um, I say that, we have the that 10th, easy. We have the 10th Amendment. Like this, this amendment in our constitution allows our, our states to govern themselves. Right. And this is this is this is an argument that I get into people all the time, and most of them are liberals. But a lot of conservatives as well, Republicans. And and I say to them, I'm like, listen, are you a pothead? You like smoking weed? And they're like, Yeah, I love it. I'm like, do you think the federal government should be raiding legal states that have legalized marijuana in their state, like California right. or Colorado? They're like, No, absolutely not. It's up to the states to decide. Right. Oh, it is. It's up to the states right. to decide. Correct. That's why when you turn around and say when a conservative says, well, why didn't Donald Trump sign an executive order for voter ID? Because he's the president of the United States and he should not be dictating what the individual states do, whether it's a Republican president or a Democrat president. It's the states. Who set the precedent and followed the Constitution, the law of the land. That's what he did. He could have very easily came in and was like, you know what, um, you're not going to you're not going to lock down this. You're going to. Follow my words, do this, that, and the other, do exactly what the liberals have been doing for so long. And the media would have been all over. Oh, Nazi this, Hitler that, you know, and, and you even even go into – we brought it up when Cuomo party tits got arrested. Like if, if Cuomo party tits got arrested when Donald Trump was in office, it would have been a political attack. It would have been like, oh, he's going after his political opponents. They would have used, oh, he's not following his COVID guidelines, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been a giant, a giant hot mess in the media. And now he's not there. They can't, they can't do that. So it's it's very important to realize how our constitution is written. And I was hoping more people 
would see that as time went on. I think more people should just read it. Like they, they don't just pick an amendment and read the amendment. Like it, it's literally not a large document. All right. Just read it. Yeah. It, it, and yeah, it just, just, just read it. It's everywhere. I even have a smaller one. Look, look, I have a, I have a pocket one. Look how, look oh, yeah. how small it is. It is. This, yeah, is this, has, it, it's, this is, this is the declaration of independence and the constitution. It's literally, it should take the, you should take an average, you know, uh, someone of average intelligence, uh, 15, 20 minutes to read this. All right. Maybe 45 minutes to read it and understand it, but it it's not, it doesn't read like stereo instructions. Okay. Realize not very smart people wrote this. Okay. They, they, well, they were smart for writing it. It's, but my, my point is that you, you didn't have geniuses. Yeah. You didn't have geniuses writing this, but it makes sense. So, Read it, and not enough people and conservatives as well. They're oh wow, I can rattle off the Second Amendment. Oh, big deal. That's great. Everybody knows the Second Amendment. A great talking point. Yeah. yeah, no, but like like this book, Let's I got it. it. I got it pretty recently, and it has it has everything. Like I got it from my desk. It's got the silent do silent do good, do good letters, the Mayflower Compact, uh, give me liberty, give me death, Declaration of Independence. The Confederation and Perpetual Union, Treaty of Paris, Virginia, like on and on and, and on. For, and depending on how deep people wanted to get in, they could read all that. But just yeah. the basic Constitution, just just read it, read it, put it in the put it in the bathroom. So you do your best reading anyway. I, I think it's 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 more important than just the Constitution because there's a reason why they don't teach us our our true history and. What, how our founding fathers acted and reacted to certain situations. Like there's a reason why they hide this from us and we should know about our history and, and, and what our founding fathers actually did. And, and like I, I bought, I bought this strictly so I can learn more about our founding fathers. Common sense. Common sense writes a man, Thomas Paine. Yeah. Right, Thomas Paine. Cause it, these were, these were writings that were so influential in the founding of our country and we have no idea like we were never taught any of this and even if we were at the time when i was a kid i would have been like i don't want to fucking read this you know right. so you have to take time to understand how our country was founded and the reasons why they wrote the constitution and wrote the declaration of independence the way they did and they framed it the way that they did because they were living under a a, a monarchy under a a uh, a, basically a dictator, a king. Right. So they understood what was what was at stake, and they wrote the Constitution a certain way for a reason. And when you understand their mind at the time, like it's wild how everything is playing out now because back then they had to write underneath, you know, pen names. They had to remain anonymous because they would have killed their family. They would have right. faced so many different consequences. And right now, a lot of Americans are doing the same thing. They're they're writing on the internet anonymously. They're, uh, you know, sharing the truth anonymously all over the place. Afraid to get doxxed, afraid to lose your job, afraid for at this, at this you know, point. But they were facing life getting, and death. They were facing life. And right, death. but I'm saying, but I'm talking about people now are afraid to speak out against certain things because they're afraid to lose their job. They're afraid that someone's going to call child protective services and make up a story about them so they get the government involved in their family to use intimidation tactics to shut them up. So it's 
it's the same tactic, obviously different results. You have, you have one where they, they're going to go and kill you and your families back then. And now it's, you know, they're not coming to kill you, but they're coming to destroy you or maybe in the hopes that they hope you to kill yourself or, or just lose everything. So they did some of the January six guys. Right. One guy, I think I've had three or four of them that might've killed themselves now. It's it's sad. It's disgusting. It's sad. This is what they do, and they're coming for us. Like this raid on Donald Trump shows that they're going to come for us. Like Alan, you and I are probably high up on that list. Listen, um, listen I I'm on a, I'm on a list. I I know I'm on a list, and like I say, every time I'm on the phone with Roger Stone, which is hey, once a week, maybe twice a week, the, well, the, he's the only person that I speak to and that, that our phones click. And I said, these the, the phone clicking. And then we, you know, we do our, Hey, Adam Schiff, you know, eat shit. So, you know, who's maybe, maybe someone's listening to him. Maybe someone's listening to us. I'd imagine it's whoever he's talking to maybe sure because whatever it is. But then, you know, I'm, I every once in a while it's it just weird stuff happens. I'm not a paranoid individual. I don't care. I don't care if you're coming through the door and you're not supposed to be in my house. You might have a lead poisoning issue. I don't care what you are or what you're wearing. Um, it, it's I'm I, I'm not living in fear. You're not taking anything from me. Okay, I can't get fired from my job. Um, you can say all you want. I'm one of those people that. I really don't care what you say about me. My attitude is the more you're talking about me, good or bad is great for me because any publicity is good publicity in my eyes. Not everybody thinks that way, but I just don't care. I don't care. Yeah, um, any folks. No, it's, it's, it's actually yeah. a piece of shit. But. So, uh, I wanted to get into, uh, we got We I want to, I want to get into, I don't know if you had, if you had an order or stuff and we were going to bring up a couple things, but I'm dying to rip this guy apart. So, but, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I know you are. You're 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 very excited to to rip this guy apart. So, and, but be, be, before before don't play anything yet because I kind of want to segue into it and I want to talk about it a little bit. But what what, what were you going to say? I I, I do because we were talking about we were a little all over the place. But we were talking a, a, a lot about a lot of stuff earlier, and you know Epstein and all these people got brought up. And before we do, I want to bring up what happened on the UFC, and he's coming on our our good friend's show tomorrow, and, and shout out that show uh, oh. for everybody to check it out. What is this guy? What is this guy's name? I this, forget this. his name. I forget his name, but he's a UFC fighter. Uh, I think his Instagram is at King Bo. Um, King Bo, right? He and he's not like a very big name in oh, the very UFC, small, very small. but he's he's gonna be because it, well, he maybe he's get there. He is. Okay. Make it louder. The college athletes and high school athletes are getting paid today. Mr. Influencer to influencers. Secondly, Jimmy Kimmel, viral this. I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet, and until they release the flight logs. You, the mainstream media, Hollywood, are all pedophiles to me. Eat dick. Eat dick. I love it. Right. I love it. MITCAPULIAN.COM! I have a few. I, 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 have, I have a few. Okay. All right. I have a few thoughts on this guy. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. I, I get what he did, and it's great because you can't disagree with him yet. You know, you want something. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, that whole thing. Why? I guess Jimmy I Kimmel was in his head. Yeah, I don't know why he chose Jimmy Kimmel. All right. Yeah. So, so this is my this is my point. 
I, I like what he said, the message. Okay, great. Yeah, pedophiles, Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. We know this was only a publicity stunt. Okay, you said it yourself. We were talking before we went on the air. This guy had 5,000 subscribers on Instagram. I checked, and now he has like 7,200. Okay. Um, I don't know his fighting record. I don't know anything about the guy. I've never heard of him before other than now he is going viral because of this video. Good for him. Yes. The whole, thing, the whole other thing that threw me off was fighting for – I fight for child malnutrition. I don't even understand what that even means. Um, I, does that mean he's, he fights and he earns money for charities to fight child malnutrition? Or is – I don't understand what that means. That threw me off. And that started the whole snowball rolling into um, – uh, Again, I like what he said, and I'm on the I'm on the fence whether he's a bit of a clown or not. And I was thinking uh, that, that I'm well, on the fence. This is why I'm shouting out our good friend Catalyst Jones, the host of the White Rabbit podcast, because he's having him on the show tomorrow. We don't know anything about the guy, so I don't no. want to say anything negative. He could be very authentic. Who knows? I'm very interested. He could be. I'm very interested in what he has to say on Catalyst's show and how how deep down yes. the rabbit hole he's actually willing to go. Uh, because he's he's not wrong in any of the statements that he's saying. Like he's right, but you're right. No. It's, it was it was to go viral. I'm sure Jimmy Kimmel's going to play it on his show. He's going to be on national TV. I wonder. That's a that. Well, that's the next thing I'd like yeah. to see. If actually, in fact, that Jimmy Kimmel is going to play it on his show, it's going to be interesting. So, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But I, I think we need people need to be aware of what's going on and, and who these people are. We can't let this just die. And when people like him say that stuff or the guy who goes on Fox News and ends the show, Epstein didn't kill himself or, you know, yeah. Israel Adesanya, another UFC champion, he mm -hmm. uh, he comes out and talks about it. Like these are the even though it may be a publicity stunt, even though it may be to get likes, it's still important. We need we need people to constantly be talking about these things and. And people and people are talking about it. I mean, you can't go through a social media feed, whether it's a, an influencer or a Joe Blow American, without seeing something about uh, you know Elaine Maxwell or Fauci or you know people dying from a shot, you know, and and other things. But it's it's great. People want to make memes. People want to talk about it. People want to get their five seconds of fame and make a viral video. But again, I want to see action. And I'm hoping that whether it's oversight, investigations, if the, the guard starts to change and we start to see some things, then I'll really know that people are serious. What we, what we do know is people are waking up. Well, that's what we do know. Oh, a lot of people are waking and, up. And a lot of people. And and like I said earlier, uh, I, I find hope in the fact that people are saying, oh, nothing's going to happen. They're corrupt, but nothing's going to happen. I, I love that. Um, and going forward, I, I truly believe that there's going to be action, but we have to realize that even though there's enough evidence to arrest a lot of these people right now, like out in the open, we arrest them. Where are we trying them? Where? Listen, so, so what's the purpose? You of don't, but here's the thing. You don't need evidence to arrest anybody. You need the evidence. In but, court. but that's what I'm saying. Like everybody wants arrests. That's what they want. They want arrests. 
And let's say we get them in a perfect world. We come in, we arrest all of them. They, they all get arrested. Where I know. We, we ask this question all the time. And, and, and it's going to be where the crimes are committed. That's where it's going to be. Most of it's going to be in D.C. Well, then guess what? That's not, where it's going to be, and they're probably not going to get any convictions. This is why we because no, of the jury pool. This is why arrests haven't been made yet. This is why I don't think that's why arrests haven't been made yet. Because no matter what, the crimes have to be tried in the jurisdiction they were committed. I'd be interested. I mean, treason's not a crime that has to be tried. And and I would honest. Let's be a hundred percent honest. Plenty of treason has been going around. But that's Plenty. the thing, too. You could be arrested. No one's getting arrested for treason. No one's getting arrested for treason, no matter how you look at it, unless it's blatant and there's no choice. Okay. And people right, will get it. What happens if this Durham investigation continues to go up the ladder and we continue to continue to find out that they illegally spied on a sitting U.S. president? That's treason. We'll see. Again, again, I don't I, I'm, I'm I would bet every dollar in my bank account. That there will never be a charge of treason. That the, the word treason will never be put in a court document as a charge. As shitty as that may be, I, I, it's my firm belief. I think you'll see things like conspiracy and obstruction. Conspiracy to commit who knows – so what, um, happens, what happens if the Hunter Biden laptop further shows more pedophilia from Pete Pete? What happens? Not, then, 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 he's, then, then he might get then he might get charged with what happens? What happens? What happens if Pete Pete gets found out that China was blackmailing him because of said photos and he was selling the office of vice, vice president while he was in office as VP? Would that not be a treasonous charge? I, I don't think they'd get a treason charge out of it. I, I, I honestly don't believe it. I'm not a lawyer, but I honestly don't believe they would get a treason charge. What constitutes a treason charge? Like, like seriously, what, what constitutes like all these things I'm listing, stealing an election, working with foreign. I agree that it's treasonous. Yes. Treason. Yes. Treason. But to, but to get the treason charge to actually get someone to put that down on paper, I think is next to impossible. And I think you'll just see other charges that sound like it could be treason, but you know, and it and it wouldn't matter anyway. Charge him, charge him with treason, charge him with treason, because when you charge someone, most of the time they're not getting convicted on what the charge is. They're gonna they're gonna get. A lesser charge, whether it's a deal. In some cases, yes. And whether in, it's yes, you know, it really, really, really depends. But I'd be very interested to see why the Biden administration continues to come out and say, "Oh, we're you know, going to shut down Guantanamo Bay, shut it down." Yet they're spending tens I, of millions of dollars. I don't think Guantanamo Bay has a play anything. Of, of, why, I don't. Think why are they? Why are they renovating? Why are they? Who knows? Who knows? And you and 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 furthermore, who gives a shit? Because these people, whether it's Guantanamo, whether it's DC, whatever it may be, they're what is that? What is that saying? Uh, uh, it was the, the Jetsons. Everything in its place 
it's nothing is going to make sense. And I, the one thing that would surprise me if they turned around and said, hey, look, we built this nice, beautiful courtroom in Guantanamo Bay with a full uh, correctional facility, a prison. That would surprise me for this, pur- for this purpose. Yeah, they already built courtrooms, handicapped, yeah. accessible. Right. Well, they have to have them there. Yes. For brand new ones. Yeah, this isn't. Uh, it, it, yeah, the Biden administration is saying that they're they're winding things down. I, I there's so many angles of attack. There's so many ways and so many things on the table right now that have never been on the table before. They have never been so exposed. Agreed. Ever, 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 and and we're right at the precipice where people are getting to a point where enough is enough. Like people are fed up. Let's be real. Yeah, people absolutely. are so tired of this bullshit. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Doesn't matter what race you are. People are sick and tired of this bullshit. 100%. We have to get to that point. We have to get to the point where the people are sick and tired and fed up with this bullshit. Because if, if something we're happens, there. We're, we're getting, we're, we're, no, we're not hundred percent there. We're very, very, very what is a hundred percent there? I, I I think food shortages are going to be the is going to be the one. I think me personally. I think I think when and then the, what and the, then what? The well, what's going to happen? What like what 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 happens? What's going to happen? So I, I I think Donald Trump has been telling us that he's been working around the TV generals the entire time. He mentions this at his at his rallies. I think his next rally in Pennsylvania is going to be amazing. I can't wait for that. This is the first time he's going to speak about the raid. But he tells us at his at his event at his rallies. Oh, you know, TV generals, they they're TV. He mocks them literally at all of his things. He's like, they're all garbage. They're all trash. Mattis, Billy, all of them. When you get to that level, most of the most of the time, you 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 have very. Um, decent people in those positions. They all become political hacks. They're yeah. all garbage. That, you unfortunately, don't those, you don't get to those positions unless you're willing. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, <laughs> Admiral Vidman, who's now working with Ukraine. Like, <laughs> oh, look, look, oh, wait, the, 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 the uh, yeah, he's now he's now like uh, you know, so, doing something with Ukraine and their military. Who worked for the Trump administration, right, Lieutenant Colonel Vidman? Yeah, Lieutenant. Yeah, Colonel. It, yeah, I think. Okay, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, he's. he's now, He's now working with Ukraine. Just coincidence. But again, he's a, he's an order follower. He just does what he says. That's what he's told. That's what a lot of these guys do. And they're willing to compromise. Some guys aren't willing to compromise. Like Donald Trump talks about General Raising Cane. I fucking love that name because if you've never been out west and had Raising Cane's chicken tenders, mm-hmm. Alan, they're the, oh, I'm not no, even good. Alan, this place, it's called Raising Cane's. All they make is chicken tenders. Like you can get a three piece, a four piece, a six piece. It comes with fries, Texas toast, and coleslaw. If you want a chicken sandwich, they give you two chicken tenders with some bread on top of it. Okay. <laughs> it's all they make is chicken tenders and they're the best chicken tenders and they make cane sauce. It's amazing. But the general's name is Raising Cane. Yeah. I fucking love it. And he tells them how he worked with him to take down Al Baghdadi. He's I know. working around the TV generals in the establishment military. He's not working with them. He's working with the guys who have boots on the ground that are actually doing things. He figured this out and he's been doing it for a while. And if he's willing to do it once, he's definitely willing to do it again. Now, 
just because the top and the 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 the, the heads of the snake are all compromised, like mm-hmm. I, we talk about it all the time, the FBI, the the entire FBI is not corrupt. There may be a lot of people, but yeah. the entire there's there's some good FBI agents. There are mm-hmm. some good people in the CIA. There are some good-hearted, well-meaning people in these organizations. They're not all corrupt. It's just the people that run these organizations that are. So if you could work with the guys that have boots on the ground that are willing to go around this, you, you, you now we're talking. Now we have now we have things going on, and you have all these angles of attack. While at the same time, Donald Trump is not in office. They are trying every which way to blame him. They're they're raiding his 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 home because they have nothing, and they're trying to pin hmm. something on him. Like this is where we're at, Alan. Yeah, like, they're. If when they you're, were actually in control, they would not need to put Joe Biden in a studio. They would not need to be doing 90% of the things that they're doing. They wouldn't if they were actually in control. I, I agree. They they are the ones in control are terrified that Donald Trump is going to run for president and that I don't Donald Trump I don't think that they are in control because if they were, Donald Trump wouldn't be running for president in 2024. If they were in control, they wouldn't they wouldn't have it. If, if who was in control? You, you, now you just confused me. The 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 the, the people that the global elites, the the cabal, yeah. these evil fucks that have been mm-hmm. in control and in power for centuries. Yeah. If they were really in control, they and would. Who's the, then, then who's in control right now? Yeah, who's in control? I think the Patriots, the White Hats, the people, the the the, the people behind the scenes, uh, working with Donald Trump. I I, I truly believe mm-hmm. this. I I truly I true truly believe this. Again, these things would not be happening if they were truly in control. We'd be in Ukraine right now, dropping bombs. Boots would be on the ground. War drums would be banging. They would not need to make up the ghost of Kiev. We know for a fact they have no problem killing people. We know this. So they have no problem wasting equipment. So why use a video game footage when they could yeah. create the entire scenario in real life and, right. and, 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 and make it make it real? Like there's so many things that we could point to to show that they're not in control. So if that's the case, know. that's the case, that leads me to believe that the, the, the White Hats are in control. Because, again, if Donald Trump was in office, we would be seeing none of this. None oh, of yeah. this would be happening right now. None of it. And it has to happen because people need to understand how corrupt these organizations are. They need to understand that our FBI is compromised. They need to understand that our DOJ is compromised. They need to understand that our legal system is compromised. This this isn't the first time people have realized that the DOJ and the FBI and alphabet agencies have been compromised. They've been compromised for decades and decades. Not on this scale. Alan, I agree with you. Because I've been thinking Obama, Obama. Obama was Obama was it was bad under Obama. It was bad. Uh, not this bad. Not this bad. Not not, not far not, not off. Even, not they even bu- close. To this wait, bad. wait a minute. Hold on. That's not true. They were busting down regular Americans' doors, yeah. conservative yeah. business owners' doors. Fast and Furious. Eric Holder, the IRS, SWAT team IRS. Oh, I know. Yep. This is why so they're if you ask me. That's worse when you're targeting Americans because of their political ideology than, all right, they're going after their political opposition. That's just added to it now. But, Alan, when Fast and Furious happened, 
how many people actually really knew what was going on with Fast? There's still people to this day that don't realize what Fast and Furious is. Now More people are now waking people up. Are watching. Now people yes. are watching and they're like, yes. holy shit, like this is yeah. going on. This is happening. Yeah. Like, but I, is, I, tell, I even tell myself, if I talked to myself five years ago and told myself what's going on right now, mm -hmm. I would tell myself I'm crazy. And I knew how corrupt these people are because it's a right. total clown world right now. And, and everybody feels that way. So again, it needs the, the the majority of the public needs to understand that this is all corrupt. Not a just not just a small amount of people, like not just the conservatives, not not just one side of the aisle, all sides. And I don't think you're getting as many people as you think on the other side. Besides, Demo Democrat walk anymore, dude. I really know oh, it's big. It's big. It's big. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's big. It's it's big. really not. It's really it is. Not. All right. It, New York, New York, California, and Chicago is literally their 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 last stand. And those those hold yes, a lot of people. Yes, I agree. They hold a lot of people. Bro, like I, I told you earlier, they, they're going through Broward County in Florida, knocking on doors, registered Republicans, and they're saying we don't want any part of Ron DeSantis. You know, don't you, you can't. This is this is the thing. And and I, I oh I oh, this is how I've always been. When you start getting too confident, when you start getting, I don't want to use the word cocky. That's not the word. It, like when people start, are adamant and arguing with me that Florida is a red state, and I just simply say, "All right, your confidence is going to get the best of you because if you're going to sit back and take the easy and be, be on easy street, now we got this. It's like the heavyweight. That's when you're going to get your dick cut off." Well, that's what ha that's what happened in 2016 with the establishment. They got you when you're right, but when you're in a war, when you're in a battle, in a war, when it's it's good and evil now, and you know, Republican, Democrat, good and evil, you don't sit back and be and and confident enough that we got this. Talking about election war, what's do that? Think, do you think we're in a war? We're in many different wars, absolutely. Like like an actual war right now. Do you think what do you mean an actual war? Like military? Is, this, is is are we in a wartime right now? We're in a war. Okay, we're in a when we're in a wartime of ideologies. We're yeah, in an information we're war. Yes, we're an in a culture war. war. Yeah, like, absolutely. We okay, absolutely. Okay, 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 and so, that war so, started the moment Donald Trump. Oh, maybe it's been brewing before. Before that. Before, before that. But but say a real flare up. The moment Donald Trump came down that escalator oh, is when a, a lot of these wars really started. The war without is there. We're talking battles. Without a doubt. The truth, the, the, the truth ministry, all these fucking fact checkers, all of them showed up when after Donald Trump. 100% agree with you there. I 100% agree with you. So to further prove that we're in a wartime situation, by law, a statute written in the 1970s, Congress is supposed to take an August vacation. They were not mm -hmm. supposed to be in session. By law, they're not supposed to unless unless I believe this I believe the speaker has a discretion. I believe there are there are certain certain things that they can do. Wartime situations is really the only the only scenario that that they can be in session in August. And 
we got the induction, the Inflation Reduction Act, the induction, I'm mixing words together, um, the Inflation Reduction Act in October. And because we're, we're coming up on, on, on our time and I want to go over this video with you, but I, I just want to point this out. In that Inflation Reduction Act, they hired 87,000 new IRS agents. Right. They're high. So and the number is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, it's 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 ridiculous. Well, I also – I they shouldn't be hiring any. No. They well, are going – what's that? They're going to arm them and train them to shoot. Uh, Not let's all everybody, let's, let's, let's everybody pump the brakes. IRS agents – are they, they have a very large division that are they're they're police officers that's what they have a, a very large criminal uh i'm aware but why do we need eighty-seven thousand more so here but here's another thing people i i have to say this because i'm i'm tired of conservatives just using talking points when they see a number and they say they're not hiring eighty-seven thousand irs agents tomorrow they shouldn't be hiring oh. any no, of course but, not. But, but but again, this goes with the narrative of well, it's a good talking point and it's good optics. So let's everybody say they're hiring eighty-seven thousand IRS agents and they're going to put them out on the street and train them to kill Americans for not paying their fair share. So 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 eighty-seven thousand agents over at least ten years. Even now, still. That's, that's that's way too many. That's bigger way than too a many. stadium. That's but also, but it, also, let's take, let's take, and I'm not defending it. I'm trying to rationalize it because I'm tired of the fucking nonsense from people. 87,000 people over 10 years. How many IRS agents will be leaving and retiring in the, in the next five, 10 years? Again, I'm not defending it. I'm rationalizing it. There's no rational reason to hire 87,000 IRS agents. Okay. Alan, Alan I'd, I'd agree with you if it wasn't for what you had stated literally 10 minutes ago. What? Fast and furious. We know. Yeah. Yes, but, but, you, but you're not. Okay. Yes, but you're not. You're not having eighty-seven thousand stormtroopers on the street I, I, banging I down doors. I understand this. They will all no, die. There's no along with a lot of Americans. Inflation Reduction Act. Yep. There is zero reason whatsoever for us to fund hundred percent our tax dollars, eighty million dollars, and hire eighty-seven thousand. I don't care how many years it's over. Eighty-seven thousand new agents. And also try to arm them. And here's some of the training. Have you seen some of the training from these fucking clips and, yes. the, and the, yes. these 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 morons and these fucking beta? Mm -hmm. Look at this. Congress recently appropriated funds, so the IRS is currently looking to hire more special agents or CIs nationwide. We're looking around, starting around sixty. His wife cuts in dollars somewhere in there, uh, and then the advancements are you'll move up. You know, he one level every year for a few, the first few years. So, an agent that's been in the field for a long time can top out at around $175,000 a year, as well as benefits and retirement. These aren't actual police officers, they're students posing as special agents for the IRS, arresting a man who is wanted for tax evasion. <laughs> who are you guys? Um, what is this? We're the IRS. Um, uh, okay, so, but hold on. These aren't even really, these are even aren't even IRS agents in training. No, they're but showing them how it's done. People don't right. even know that the IRS. And, and this isn't even how it's done. <laughs> it, 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 I don't, who made this video? 
this is Andrew it's a, oh, it's a high, high school. school. I get it. It's, 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 a, it's, tax a, it's a news. Under this scenario, these students find the owner of a landscaping company has several vehicles that may have been purchased from monies not reported oh, let's go, through his business. Oh, so let's just go after the landscape. Small business and yeah, middle class. That's what they're going to do. That's ex but this is exactly what they're showing. For an undercover interview using a wireless mic, the special IRS agents find that Dodger, who is selling his business, has two sets of books. Have you ever done any landscaping work before? Uh, just in my front yard. Ammunition, handcuffs, and first aid is generally what everybody wears, and then it just depends on the individual and what else they want to carry. No tasers. No tasers. That's good. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in the end, they're taught how to use their skills and finally arrest the mock offender. Oh, let's because arrest the local landscaper. Bring SWAT gear. An arrest warrant. We're going to be taking Go after the, the local guy. Who's so hold just on. I'm going to tell you something, too. Hold on. I've seen enough of this. So, all right. All fucked up. Government overreach. Government overreach. Let's, IRS should be disbanded. Let's take the IRS out of it for a second. Let's go on a smaller scale. Uh -huh. In my county, in a lot of counties, you'll have the Department of Consumer Affairs, where if you're a contractor, if you're a painter, if you're a plumber, if you're an electrician, you have to have a license. Be licensed by the, the county Department of Consumer Affairs to do the work that you do, to perform your skill for money and to charge people because that is the homeowner's way of having recourse where if you do a shit job or you mess up, they can complain to consumer affairs and you get a bad review from them or you do something and try to steal money and they can go and report you and the whole thing. The consumer affairs department, they actually have people who are, they're, I don't know if they're police officers or peace officers, but they have guns and handcuffs. And this is what they do. This is great. This is great. They'll get a house in a neighborhood, right? And they'll have an undercover consumer affairs agent who will call contractors off of Google and the phone book to come and give them estimates for a home renovation, whether it be painting, whether it be a dormer, whether it be siding, whatever it is. And then all of these contractors will show up and they'll, they'll schedule them like 45 minutes at a time or a half hour at a time. I've no, I, I knew a police officer that had to, because they'll call the local police to sit there in case they need backup, right? Contractors will show up. Here he is. He's showing up with his van, his nice work truck with his whole life of tools in there to show off that he's the real deal. And then they come in and start talking to the homeowner, the homeowner that's really an undercover consumer affairs agent. Then it comes time to where the homeowner says, you know what, I like you, I wanna hire you. Can you you know, give me an estimate right here? What, what, what would it be? And they go and as soon as they come to an agreement and a transaction, the consumer affairs agents swoop in like they're taking down a prostitute and a John, an undercover cop that's a prostitute. Chris Hansen. Right, right. Taking right. down a pedophile. They put, now you, this contractor left his house, left his family. They put him in handcuffs. <laughs> then they confiscate the vehicle that they show up in, which and most of the time is their nice truck with all of their tools because they want to show that they're professional to the homeowner. And they do it because they didn't spend the thousand dollars in application fees to get a piece of paper that says they're a licensed contractor by the Department of Consumer Affairs. And then they they get arrested with the misdemeanor, they have to pay fines. 
And then in order for them to get their truck back, they usually have to pay and their tools thousands of dollars after they go to court. Scumbags. They're, they're, they're government money extorters. That's all they're doing is extorting people for money. So no, I 100% agree, Alan. It's it's a disaster. The whole system is fucked. But it's it's something that we need to shine a light on. And I agree. It's over 10 years, but they shouldn't be hiring anybody. We should be firing and, people. And, I, and I, I, I will say this about the IRS agents. If you look at those training videos, and that's not the only one. There's other ones there. And I have um, – I've seen some of these IRS agents who, who, you know, they're about 300 pounds and they have a gun and little arms like a, a T-Rex and they could barely get their firearm. If they're going to come to Americans' houses, especially now, with the intent of dragging them out of their homes because maybe they didn't file their taxes right or they didn't – they owe back taxes and haven't made a payment yet – you're going to – I'm wondering what the IRS agent line of duty death benefit is because I'd imagine they're going to be spending a lot of money on that and Americans are going to be spending a lot of money on loved ones' funerals who are going to be getting shot by IRS agents over collecting government money. Yep. That's what's going to end up happening. No, well, look what happened to the ATF agent that showed up at the guy's house looking for his guns and he called the cops and the cops are like uh, – what are you doing here, guy? And he got ended up getting arrested. <laughs> ended up getting arrested. He was an ATF federal agent because they're coming to people's houses. So we're going over eight o'clock, by the way, Alan, because we got to talk about this video. I, I, I we got to bring this up. And uh, Alan sent me this video yesterday. It's from the Young Turks. It's one of their guys, the damage. If, if you've never heard of the Young Turks, they have millions of followers on Facebook, and they are mostly raging liberals. Raging liberals. They let, they'll every once in a while they'll point out something that I can agree with, but for ninety five percent of the time, if you don't know the Young Turks, I follow them because it's like sank the 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 Turkish dude or the Armenian. Yeah, they they are. I mean they they will go after every conservative possible. That the spin is unbelievable. We know the whole story with Al Gore and the climate change and AOC and climate change. Weren't we supposed to have a climate crisis like five times already? And and the and the the world is supposed to be like either in a deep freeze or 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 melted already. Hasn't that supposed to happen a few times already? So, you're you're it definitely was. Supposed to happen a few times. What the hell is this guy's name from the Young Turks? I forget his name already, and I knew it. Hold on. What is it, like a six-minute, seven-minute video? It is 11 minutes. 11 minutes. All right. We we, we, got to watch the video, and then we'll Uh, just – All right. Play play the video. This is the Young Turks on on. climate change, the the catastrophic – What's that? Before I play the video, because you Mm -hmm. brought this up, and this is what I was looking for. So they've been telling us that things have, are, are going to go bad with the climate for a very long time. Here's a yeah, list. Here's a list over the past 50 years. 1966. Hold on, let me drag this over here so everybody can read it with me. I'm retarded. Okay. Yeah, they can't even see it. Hold on. Is that better? Yeah, just read it. I yeah, read it. You don't have to. There's a lot on there. 
1966, oil gone in 10 years. 67, dire famine forecast by 75. 68, overpopulation will spread worldwide. 69, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue... <laughs> by 89. 1970, world will use up all the natural resources by 2000. 70, urban cities will require gas masks by 85. 70, nitrogen buildup will make all land unusable. Look at all the things in 1970. Decaying population <laughs> will kill all the fish. Killer bees. We, they brought killer bees back, remember? Killer bees, yeah. Murder hornets. That murder hornets are out in Washington State. Ice age by 2000. America subject to water rationing by 74 and food rationing by 80. New ice age coming by 2020 or 2030. So much for that one. New ice age by 2070. Oil depleted in 20 years. 74 space satellites show new ice age coming fast. 74 ice, another ice age. 74 ozone depletion. Oh my God. 76 scientific consensus planet cooling famines imminent. 77 Department of Energy says. Oil will peak in the 90s. The Department of Energy, they must know a lot. 78, no end in sight, 30-year cooling trend. Acid rains will kill kill life in lakes. Peak oil in 2000, regional droughts that never happened in the 90s. All of this never happened. Temperature in D.C. will hit high records. Maldives Islands will be underwater by 2018. Rising oh my God. will obliterate nations in if nothing done by 2000, New York City's West Side Highway underwater by 2019. Peak oil in 2020. Children won't know what snow is in 2000. I remember that. Famine in 10 years if we don't give up eating f- fish, meat, and dairy. Peak oil in 2010. They eat that <laughs> a lot. You will eat the bugs. Britain right. will be in Siberia by 2024. Manhattan underwater 2015. Super hurricane. Right. Arctic will be ice-free by 2018. Climate genius Al Gore predicts ice-free Arctic by 2013. Prince Charles says we'll have 96 months to save the world. Like, look at all of this. Look at where we're at. Hey, Greta, we need you to convince let's, them it's really going to happen this time. Let's watch. Let's let's watch the video of this of this moron from the Young Turks, please. <laughs> please, but let, let, let's watch this video. All right, I'm pulling it up. This guy is I forget his name. The Young Turks. He is com- uh, climate catastrophe. The world's gonna burn up, and we're all gonna die. Well, I'm here to tell you now, Man Bear Pig is very real, and he most certainly exists. I also think that this guy, uh, he he might, uh, I don't know, I I think he has posters of AOC and Al Gore in his bedroom. Go ahead, play it. Uh, This is hilarious, just wait. On some level, that global warming is happening, the climate is changing, and things are getting warmer. But it probably seems a little bit abstract, right? I mean, things will get hotter, I guess. Maybe I'll switch to linen shirts or something. No, no, that is not going to do it. There has been some new research revealed in the last week that I found to be one of the most horrifying bits of news I've seen in a long time. And it has to do with how much hotter it's going to get across a wide band of America in just the next couple of decades. So you can take a look at this. The full details are available uh, in analysis in the Washington Post. What you're seeing in that map is a projection for 2053. We're talking about just three decades from now. It is the number of days with dangerous heat levels above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. That is 90 days. And we're talking about per year. It's not Mm. like there are that many hundreds of days in a year. And that is over 100 degrees. But it gets even worse. So right now, 
Alan, it gets worse than 100 degrees. Listen, I'm 42 years old. When I was 30, I went to, to Vegas for my 30th birthday. And the hot, literally, no joke, it was like one of the hottest years they said. It was 116 degrees during the day. I wouldn't leave the hotel. 116 degrees. Is this guy trying to tell me it's going to, so in, in, 20, in 2033, it's going it's gonna to be 150 degrees outside? 2053. That's what he's saying. It's going to be over 100 degrees. It's over 100 degrees now. I'm in New York and we get 105. I know. But climate change, it's, 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 getting, it's getting hotter. It's getting All right, hot. play this man, Bear Pig. Let's go. 46% of Americans who have to endure each year Source, at least three consecutive days of 100 plus degree heat. So think about a heat wave, three days in a row of it being more than 100 degrees. Almost half of Americans have to endure that. That's going to go up to 63% of the population in just three decades. It will be a good bit, the majority. In the South, global warming is expected to deliver an average of 20 extra days of triple-digit heat each year. In some states, like Texas and Florida, they're going to see 70 consecutive days of over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. More than two months with unrelenting triple-digit weather. And that's in general. There are some areas where it's going to be even worse. Specifically, uh, in Miami-Dade County, they're expecting uh, 50 days of a heat index above 100 degrees, moving up to 91 days by 2053. Broiling days. You forgot to read that. Like, you, you think you're going to be going to the beach? You're not going to be able to stay. Do you know how hot it is in Miami in the summertime? And like, With the humidity? Like, is this guy is this guy for real? What, what is – Miami, like, if you're going to Miami in, like – May, June, July, August, September, you better be expecting it to be hot as fuck. Like, you better expect. I have a picture. I got to pull up a picture of when I went to Miami because I am very pale and I got so fucking sunburnt. It was hilarious. I looked like a lobster. What the fuck is this guy saying? Stand the Keep playing it. The beach is going to eat you up. And that's just a couple of decades from now. You can see in this image, uh, a, like a north-south band through the center of America, this is the number of counties experiencing at least one day with over 125 degrees. It increases from 50 counties to more than a thousand counties. That's not even triple digit. That's way beyond 125 degrees. When that happens, I live in like Las randomly in India yet. one day or something. We talk about it every once in a while. When it happens, it is international news. That's going to be happening basically every single year to a thousand counties in one part of the country. Now I have more disturbing numbers here, but Jackson, let me know what you think about this. This is my favorite part of this fucking clip. They bring on the super relatable guy with dreads. He looks like a Rastafarian Macaulay Culkin a little bit. <laughs> He's like, I got, um, yeah, my name is Jackson. And, um, All right, let's play. I got to hear this guy. The most disturbing thing is, you know, to think like, you know, I'm just, I'm 30 years old, and just within my life, I've seen climate conditions steadily worsen, whether it be really? hurricanes every year, you know. Uh, the Alan, Alan, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> you've been on, uh, you just said 42 years you've been on this earth? Yeah, 43, actually. I just uh, turned 43. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be 34 in September. I'm pretty sure my entire life, since I was a child, hurricanes happened every year. Listen, the worst hurricanes that I've seen were back, like back in the 80s. And then we had, well, we had Superstorm Sandy. That wasn't even a hurricane. Like, 
Hurricanes oh, happen. Oh, Tornadoes remember happen. Floyd? Remember Hurricane Floyd back in the yeah. day? All right. I, uh, like, the, am I wrong? Don't hurricanes happen every year? Like, it's hurricane season. Hurricane season. Oh, hurricane season. Yeah. It's been going on forever. Flooding right. that took place throughout the Midwest, including St. Louis, where I'm from. And just the heat. You know, just what you can see and feel within your own life without looking at things at the macro data. You know, I, I work out outside in, 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 in the winter, I mean, in the summers and stuff like that, and I'll go running, and it'll be like, you know, the upper 90s. But, you know, you're from out in, in these areas, and it gets humid. This guy's bringing to the macro data. Hot. Like yeah. He just said he works out outside in the summertime, yeah. and it's mid-90s, and it's hot. Yeah. No fucking shit. Like, macro. He, uh, he must be really reading that macro data. Macro but, data. I think he's macro dosing. He's not micro dosing. He's macro dosing. In the summertime. It's hot in the summertime. Are, like, how, like I, I'm smoking a fat joint as we speak, and I don't think I could get as high as, as this guy is currently right now talking. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh, I work outside in the summertime. It's, it's sad. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he is high. I just think he is a complete fucking moron. Whoa. Okay, keep keep playing. Like it's you know, so and again, though that that increase that means since over the next few decades, we're gonna steadily feel that. Like it's not gonna be like some really slow thing. It's gonna be like every year. It's hotter. It's hotter. It's hotter. Mm-hmm. And the whole ecosystem's getting thrown out of whack. I mean, entire food supplies for you know animal systems within the oceans are being destroyed. Which really, where can, can anybody? Can anybody find out where their entire ecosystems are being destroyed because of the heat in the ocean? I, I keep going. It impacts everything else. It gets warm here and cold here where it shouldn't be. That throws off the rains. Everything is oh, getting thrown out of the rains. Way. You know, basically also we can uphold the petrodollar. But one of the things that always brings me hope for this is I look back to how we used to put lead in all of our products. And it took decades for us to get lead out. Um, and it was for the same reasons that we're keeping uh, our, you know, greenhouse gases going. It was all for money, but eventually that fight was won. So yeah. unfortunately, we're going to have to make some, you know, extreme adjustments. But we're going to have to win this fight, or mm-hmm. we're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to make those extreme adjustments so that in 2053 we don't have to make what seem like, by definition, extreme adjustments to right. like not being able to go outside for months at a time, potentially. And of course, look, people right, because will, it's too hot outside. There are going to be so many more people literally dropping dead on the job. Yeah. And or, um, oh, there's going to be so many more people dropping dead on the job because well, maybe heat. they maybe because they're fat animals. So fat's or, the new or healthy. Vaccinated, uh, or like really think about it. That's I, a major a major factor, dude. Oh man. Yeah, and now they're, they're saying naps give you can give you a heart attack. Go to cold showers, naps and cold showers. Keep going with this guy. Yeah, there, there's at least three more details to this I want to give. And there is so much more that's been coming out recently about this. I would love to just do a whole show on it. But one please is do, please um, do. the reason we focus on 125 degrees. National Weather Service uses that as the estimate for when uh, heat stroke becomes highly likely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also... While there's no set temperature threshold at which roads, bridges, and trains start to fail or water pipes break, recent examples show that it doesn't even take a 125-degree day to overtax essential infrastructure. And that will be very much the norm in the scenario we're talking about. So 
We're talking about literally whether that will kill people on a regular basis. Does anybody actually also, believe we're going to see basically everything? Yes, people do believe it, like him and the people that follow him and watch I live him. In Las Vegas, like I live in the, the heart of the desert, and the hottest day that I've ever experienced in Las Vegas in the five years that I've been here is 118 degrees. The hottest, yeah. and I was there when it was 116 degrees on my 30th birthday, and it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot, and I sweat. And I didn't no, die. There's no humidity. You go in the and there were fat people walking around. There were fat people on jazzies, those little jazzy scooters cruising around. When I, when I see fat people on jazzy scooters in certain scenarios, I'm very jealous. Um, but <laughs> in certain scenarios, I'm very jealous. Like on a really hot day, it's great. Oh, man, I wish I was fat right now so I could scoot around. Um, <laughs> Keep playing this everyone equally. Your estimates of the percentage of population broken down by race affect. I need to wow. stop that there. You're killing they're me. I want to hear this guy. They're, they're breaking it down by yeah, race. Because race, race. So you don't understand, James, that weather climate, there are areas of this country where weather is racist, where there's some, there's areas of this country that weather doesn't like. Uh, African Americans is with there's places that the weather doesn't like Hispanics There's places that weather doesn't like Asians. And it's usually the white weather that hates the blacks, the Asians and the so Hispanics the percent of population affected by dangerous heat by race. So yes. blacks and Hispanics are affected much worse by heat. Now let's hear it. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear what he has to say too. But before we get into that, correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Alan. A lot of these people that are black claim to be African-American or of African descent. Is not Africa one of the hottest fucking places on the earth? I think now, honestly, you're just being a climate changeophobe and you're inciting violence against isn't, weather. Isn't Mexico and these Honduras and Guatemala, all these Hispanic countries... Aren't they super close to the equator and hot as fuck? Human I don't even fuck? care. The fact that this moron, this just idiot, the young Turks, the young turds, is actually bringing up something with race and weather gonna affect to me the black and Hispanic people more is 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 beyond the pale. Why well, I had to stop it? Because this is the most ridiculous concept I've ever heard in my entire again, life. Again, this is referenced from, like you said, the Washington Post. WashingtonPost.com. It's from Go the ahead. Washington please, Post. Please. By dangerous heat, either uh, in the current day, which is the orange dots, or 2053, which is the red dots. So it black will people increase are gonna die for all in groups, but it is already higher for Black Americans, and they will reach. Uh, basically, 80% will be affected by this weather that is uh, highly likely to produce heat stroke. So, if 80% of black people um, are going to die of heat stroke so, in 2023, according to this fucking clown. Somebody in my chat, Josh McCracken. Hey, Josh, do you have a brother named Phil? Phil McCracken? I actually know a Phil McCracken and I make fun of him all the time. He said a friend of his in Kuwait said, it was 132 degrees during the day, which I, that doesn't, I, I don't. I'm not doubting that at all because I have friends that served over in, in Baghdad and stuff, and they said it'd be like 120 degrees in the desert during the day and and and, and horrible. And, you know. <laughs> but, Alan, according to this guy, 80% of black people 
are going to suffer heat strokes by 2053 because of the heat. 80 so percent. This is an example. This is an example of the perfect um, money-influenced research that has gone into this from the left that now want – I can see the writing on the wall. 80% of African Americans will suffer from this heat or die if, if it gets to this catastrophic heat crisis that this cuck boy – who probably has three boyfriends, he should watch out, he doesn't get monkeypox, is trying to paint this picture of that white people, conservatives, Republicans, climate deniers, climate change deniers, white climate change deniers will be the cause of 80% of the black population being wiped out from climate change because of it. they're all racist. Time out. No, I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit about melanin and skin tones. It's not my expertise. But I believe I was told at some point in my life that the reason why people have black skin and the melanin is because of the exposure to the sun. Like that it's was po it, it, it's possible, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Irish people. I'm Irish and German. Irish people go outside in the sun with their pale skin and they melt. They don't get they don't tan. They sunburn. It's 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 quite comical. I'm gonna bring up a picture after we continue watching this. I'm gonna load it up while it's going, but it's keep playing this. We 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 gotta wrap it up. We're we're after eight o'clock. We gotta be done by eight fifteen. I told you we're we're gonna be we gotta wrap it up. We got a few minutes left. Monday madness. Play this video. I'm trying yeah, based to. Based on socioeconomic is... status, based on race, there's these inequalities baked into economic basically all too. of this, Jackson. And mm -hmm. we're going to be seeing the climate effects of this unequally distributed as well. And going to be the billionaires that are sweating it out day after day when these temperatures rise. Yeah, but, you know, eventually it will be. <laughs> you know, so it, it may not be by, by 2053, but they can't hold it off for too long. Oh, I'm saying. It, it, it reaches out to them too, which is, you know, the, the bigger arching problem. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was uh, reading about um, Las Vegas's infrastructure a couple of days ago, and it was pretty interesting, basically, because, you know, that city is located in a place that well, until the gambling economy changed it, it's really not ideal. It's one of the driest places on Earth, but they yeah. they pretty much recycle literally every single drop of water that's used in the city. They don't, you know, as of recently, they don't allow people to have like real grass yards because it's a, you know, it's a waste of water to keep that grass alive. Um, you know, things like that is going to be what we're going to have to do in more and more cities across the nation to where we're going to have to make sure we don't waste a single drop of water because rivers are drying up and just our sources of I fresh can't, water. I, I can't even believe. Have to see honestly, the stupidity is hurting my head. Next few decades for us to maintain our future. No, you are you are yeah. totally right. And you're totally right. You're totally right. The Green New Deal as being radical, like. The that Green New Deal. Rage. This is radical. Okay. Right. Producing a country that can't sustain the Green New Deal. I can't watch this anymore. We got to, I can't, radical. I can't, I, I can't do it anymore. I, I get it. The guys are stupid. They're calling, listen, the Green New Deal is where it's at. Climate change is racist. White people are racist or people who are climate deniers who are, who are on the right are, 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 are it's all inherently racist. And we want to destroy 
the country. We want to destroy the world. And and that's it. That's that's their stance. It's hilarious. And here's a picture of me when I go to Miami in the sun. Jesus Christ. Are you you're not even wearing a shirt? Oh, I got a shirt on the top, my my tank top on. I put on SPF 100 at the time. This is back when I wore sunscreen. I don't wear sunscreen anymore. You pull up your pants too. You got more cracked than Harlem. What's going I, on? I pulled them down so you could see the contrast between my my white ass and my fucking sunburn. Wait until it's 180 degrees in Las Vegas. I'm then fucked, we'll see. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm royally fucked. That's why I have my natural senses Kush cream. It's the fucking it's, it's, so, so so we're ending the show with you. We were ending the show with your ass crack on camera. That's good. Yes. That's yes. Well, no, actually, actually, the last thing I want to end it with because we only have 10 minutes is the BBC just put out a new emergency alert. Have you seen this? I don't really pay attention much to the BBC. I can't even imagine what they're saying. The BBC. That means we're now interrupting our normal program. An important announcement from Her Majesty's government. Oh. Stand by for further information. The Queen. This is BBC Television from London. We are interrupting our normal programming for an emergency broadcast on behalf of Her Majesty's government. <laughs> Information of a possible nuclear strike against this country has been received. The current threat level is critical, meaning an attack is imminent. What, so is, this, what is this? Remain indoors. BBC is put in some urban areas. Showing evacuations are taking could, place. Have, this is the broadcast. You're in one use. of these areas. Oh, that's the broadcast they're going to use, right? Follow yeah. their orders without question. Right. They're ready. Remain indoors until you are told otherwise. Right. Do not attempt to call, text, or use the internet unless it is essential. <laughs> may be disconnected without notice. Emergency information will be provided via radio, television, and your mobile device. You should now prepare for a nuclear strike. You will not be able to leave your location for 14 days after the strike. Nice. Nuclear strikes create deadly dust known as fallout, which will affect everyone including those in rural areas. Hopefully the blast fixed their teeth over there. Followed by good food. You should now collect 14 days of essential supplies. This guy sounds like he's trying not to laugh. And medicines. I know. If you have fresh food it's a in whole the house, use this first to avoid wasting 14 it. 14 days. 14 days. You are advised to build an inner refuge in the lowest and most central part of your home. As far away from external doors. You're all going to die if it happens anyway. Just such as doors, tables, chairs, suitcases, or bags of earth to cover your shelter. Bags of earth? What are bags of earth? You must have everything you and your family need in your inner refuge in order to survive for 14 days. You'd remain in this refuge for the majority of this period. You will not be able to leave your fallout room. Fallout room? Ensure you have a 14-day supply of drinking water. Collect approximately three and a half liters of water per person per day. Water means life. Don't waste it. <laughs> if mains water is available following the attack, it can be used for firefighting purposes. Oh, but you can't leave Before your house. Before entering though. your shelter, make sure that gas and other fuel supplies are turned off and that all fires are extinguished. Oh my God. Do not leave your shelter until you're allowed to do so. Martial law is now in effect. You must follow police and military instructions without question. If you're yet to locate a place of safety, 
find the nearest building and take refuge in the lowest and most central location. Be prepared for the three elements of nuclear explosions, extreme heat, extreme light, and a shockwave blast. Yeah, I'm gonna, like climate change. I'm going to go and stare right can, at the nuke. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to watch it. In your shelter to shield against heat and gamma radiation. This is going to be the emergency broadcast against climate change in the United States. Remember, there is nothing to be gained by attempting to escape the blasts. By leaving your home, you will bring danger to your family and you may die. Stay in your quiet room until you're told it is safe to leave. If you haven't already done so, ensure all windows and doors are closed and locked. This and is going to be the climate change lockdown in America. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Following the strikes, there will be a speech from... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well... Well, have fun getting nuked, England and Britain and you, you and all that. Yeah, we, we haven't given a shit about England since 1776. Have fun, yeah. That, whatever. If if they're gonna nuke us, they're gonna nuke us. I'm not forget the fallout yeah, room. Fear mongering, dude. It's all it's it's over. Always, it's always fear mongering. That's all it is. Now, it's I would. I would comical, actually. I would care more about that if they turned around and said, well, because of the seriousness of climate change and the weather patterns, you're going to have to lock down in your house for 14 days until, you know, we, we figure out the next uh, election that we need to, you know, steal. It's fucking All right. Well, it's been another fun Monday Madness, Alan. Uh, Monday Madness. Kush Cream's number one topical in the game. 21-time Canada's Cup award-winning best pain cream ever. Uh, go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA, or code GREAT1776 for 15% off your order. Also, Sirius CBD, the number one CBD in the planet. Go to Sirius-CBD.com, code WPRUSA uh, for tons of discounts. And MyPillow.com slash GREAT1776 and MyPillow.com slash WPRUSA. Get all of your MyPillow needs. And also, the Patriot Cigars should be out in a couple weeks. Very pumped. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm working on it. Before, soon. Before, soon. They, they landed. You're, you have them. So we have them. We're just waiting on the back end of the website. It's you know they treat the they treat the cigar business like the porn industry with payment processing. You just can't use PayPal and and uh, and, and Shopify and all that. You have to get approved and underwritten by a bank. Like literally, they treat smoking cigars and selling cigars retail as just as porn. It's 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 a high risk business and it's unbelievable. But if if you're a cigar person out there and you want to check out the, the you can sign up for the website to get the date of the official launch, which will be very soon. But the website's mypatriotcigars.com. You can go there and at least get your um your email in. The website should be up. We should be up live in another week. Retail wanted to know releases and we'll be good. So it's 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 a high risk business and it's unbelievable. But if and I don't know what you're doing with the audio right now, but something's playing. Yeah, you can sign up for the website to get the date of the official launch, which will be very soon. But the website's my Patriot. We'll figure it out. Let's get out of here. Monday Madness. We'll see you soon, everybody. And the website should be up. We should be up live in another week. Retail. Wanted to know releases, and we'll be good. I'm closing everything. There we go. How about how about about ending the show? See, (laughs) what a disaster! What a way to end. More technical difficulties. See you later. We'll see. We'll see on Friday. We'll be back Friday. Come check us out tomorrow. We got Joey Gilbert tomorrow coming on the show. Have a great, great week, guys. God bless. Till next time.
where we go one we go all we'll see